0: You're listening to the Luke's in Tenebris, or Lit Podcast, Episode 1. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. John chapter 1, verses 4 and 5. Welcome to the Lux in Tenebris, or Light in the Darkness podcast. The Lit Podcast is here to illuminate, glorify God, and shed light on classical education, homeschooling, literature, and more. I'm your host, Jessica Wheeler. You can find me at thelitpress.com. At The Lit Podcast, we hope we are all in a perpetual state of learning, never ceasing to gain new information, and never stopping the opportunity for growth. A diploma or a degree is not the end of education, but the beginning of fine tuning the paths God has called us to. It is our first official episode and I have been so excited about this. My goal with episodes is to stick to around the 15 minute mark. If you're an educator or homeschooling parent, we all know that time is of the essence. When I listen to podcasts, it's when I have a small segment of time where I'm folding laundry or getting ready for the day. And sometimes it's hard to complete episodes if it takes longer than those things. So my aim is to be concise. Today, we are going to do an overview of classical education, and I would be remiss to begin a talk without a quote from Dorothy Sayers. This quote comes from a speech she delivered to Oxford students back in 1947 called The Lost Tools of Learning. Is it not the great defect of our education today, a defect traceable through all the disquieting symptoms of trouble that I've mentioned, that although we often succeed in teaching our pupils subjects, we fail lamentably on the whole in teaching them how to think? They learn everything except the art of learning. One of the core principles of classical education is the belief that children have natural abilities and an innate desire to learn. So rather than imposing a rigid curriculum, classical education seeks to cultivate these abilities by providing a rich, contemplative, and engaging educational experience. By teaching children how to learn, as Dorothy Sayers had commented, they become equipped with the tools necessary to pursue knowledge independently throughout their entire lives. This approach fosters a love for learning that extends beyond the classroom, empowering students to become lifelong learners and seekers of truth. If we go back to the beginning, classical education is an educational approach that has been practiced for centuries. The roots can be traced back to ancient Greece and Rome where the emphasis was on developing well-rounded individuals who possessed a broad range of knowledge and skills. This approach to education has had a profound impact on Western civilization, shaping the minds of great thinkers, leaders, and innovators throughout history. Its popularity decreased around 1900 due to the progress of modern education but it has experienced a resurgence in the last 40 years that only keeps growing. Classical education focuses on teaching children how to learn rather than simply what to learn, nurturing their natural abilities and fostering a love for knowledge. Classical education offers so many benefits to students. It focuses on the fundamentals and the natural abilities of children. It equips them with valuable skills that are applicable across various disciplines and professions. The emphasis on critical thinking, logic, and effective communication fosters intellectual curiosity, creativity, and problem-solving abilities. Furthermore, classical education encourages a holistic approach to learning, nurturing not only cognitive development but also moral virtue and character formation. Students are exposed to the great works of literature, art, and philosophy, which helps them develop a deep appreciation for beauty, truth, and goodness. In its pursuit of the whole human, it also encompasses a biblical worldview, integrating subjects within one another while pointing back to Christ and his creation. The first thing we are going to do is take a look at the Christian classical educational model compared to the modern educational model. In modern education today, you have the student as being the center where all of the different subjects surround them. Subjects are isolated apart from one another and there's really no connection back to anything except for the student. The measurement for a modern education focuses on grades, test scores, and their GPA. With a classical Christian education, God is placed at the center. And surrounding God are all of the subjects history, Latin, science, math, etc. Now, God is not just floating in the center, but God has arrows that point back to Him from each of those subjects. What is God's impact within every single subject? How does science relate to God's creation? How does history relate to the plans God has given his people throughout their lives? How does math show the order of this world? How does language impact the way we interact with him and show love to others? Then we take it a step further. The arrows point back to God, but in this model they also point back to one another. How do history and science connect to each other? How do science and math integrate? How can all subjects correlate to each other in a way where it functions as a whole? The measurements for a classical Christian student aren't grades, but how the entire human has been shaped. Have they learned how to learn anything? Do they love God? Are they equipped to go out into the world with a biblical worldview? These are the success indicators for a classical student. The next step to our overview is to talk about the trivium. Classical education is divided into three stages called the trivium. These stages are the grammar stage, the dialectic or logic stage, and the rhetoric stage. Each stage builds upon the previous one, providing a solid foundation for lifelong learning. In the grammar stage, students are introduced to the basic building blocks of knowledge. Here they learn facts, memorize information, and begin to develop essential language and communication skills. During the dialectic or logic stage, students begin to analyze and question the information they have learned. They develop critical thinking skills, learn to make connections between different subjects, and engage in lively discussions and debates. The rhetoric stage focuses on effective communication and expression. Students learn to articulate their thoughts clearly, write persuasive essays and deliver compelling speeches. They also delve deeper into advanced subjects and develop a deeper understanding of complex concepts. The grammar, dialectic or logic, and rhetoric stages are considered to be stages in a child's educational journey and separated into grades. Those stages could also mean the stage anyone, including adults, could be in while they are learning something new. When discussing the stages in a child's classical journey, the grammar stage typically takes place between kindergarten and sixth grade. The dialectic stage between around 7th to 9th grade, and then the rhetoric stage between 10th to 12th grade. Those are typically the ages where the students' innate abilities fall in line with their development. When students are younger, they find memorizing to be fun. When they become teenagers, they love to challenge and question, and when they get into those later high school years, children naturally are ready for expression and persuasion. So you've gone through the grammar stage, you've memorized the building blocks, you've gone through the dialectic stage where you're analyzing and you're questioning, you're defining terms, you're figuring out why these different things happened. And then you enter the rhetoric stage where it focuses on now I've memorized this information, I've learned about it, now I'm going to communicate about it. I'm going to effectively express my ideas persuade others about this and be able to teach others, be able to stand up in front of a room and be able to teach others the concepts that they have learned. The best analogy I can think of for this idea of the classical model is building a house. When you begin to build a house, you don't just start pulling bricks and pieces of wood, calling in the concrete guys, there has to be some planning. You have to begin with the end in mind The first thing you want to do is create a blueprint for how you want your house to look. You have to make sure that everything is going to work together properly. You want to make sure that it is going to fit who is going to be living in the home. Stepping out of our analogy, we want to know what kind of human do we want our students to be and how do we get there? If we start to build with no plan for how the end looks, it's going to be very bad craftsmanship with patches everywhere. We don't want to be building houses on sand. So we start with the blueprint. What is it that we need to do to create this house? The grammar stage is figuring out what materials we need to build the foundation and the framework. We put in the work to make sure that the information we are memorizing and collecting is going to contribute to the strength of the house. It will need to be applicable and be able to withstand what we need when the house is complete. The dialectic and logic years are building the walls and shaping the rooms. We're filling in the why or the how for how things are set up to function. The rhetoric stage is seeing those final touches, putting on that last coat of paint, moving in, living, And thriving in what has been created. Comparing it to the blueprint, did the planning create a viable home capable of withstanding the storms of life? Classical education becomes an entire childhood endeavor. With classical schools you see them as K through 12 schools. With classical conversations you see age 4 through graduating high school as a program. It is not a segmented educational model, but an all-encompassing model where each stage builds off the next. If you built your foundation and your walls of your house but left midway, you will never get the joy of living in the beautiful home you worked so hard planning for. Classical education is never ceasing. You can continue the rhetoric stage throughout your life on topics you are passionate about And you could also start back at square one in the grammar stage when you decide to take up a new hobby at age 65. This model is special and it is eternal. It is eternal in its love for developing children's natural talents and abilities, creating lifelong learners and image bearers who love the Lord. They feel equipped to withstand the storms of what life will throw at them. That's it for today. I hope you will join me in the next episode of The Lit Podcast. Please visit us at thelitpress.com and check out The Lit Bookshop where you can find carefully curated books that will help you along your Christian classical educational journey. Hit that follow or subscribe button so you do not miss out on any future episodes. Thank you for joining us. See you next time and go be a light in the darkness.